Gitin Perik Hay Mishnah Zayin five seven, and this is the last of the Mishnayos on the Tikkunim for Tikkunei Olam uh, to make the world a better place. So the point there are two separate halachas in this Mishnah, but the point in the big picture is as follows: for a person to buy or sell something to make to effect any transaction, so that requires an halacha a kinyan. Um, and there's two parts to that. The second part is the maisekin, the action which affects the transaction. So if we're talking about metaltlin, movable object that would typically be like lifting it up. Um, but lifting something up alone is not sufficient. If I just go and pick up your backpack, it doesn't become my backpack. Uh, there has to be before that a meeting of the minds where the two parties to the transaction are agreeing that for whatever consideration, they're going to affect the transaction. Once that meeting of the minds has occurred, where you and I agree we're going to I'm going to buy a backpack for 100 shekels. So then, um, even if I hand over the money that doesn't affect the transaction, it's the lifting up the backpack and taking the backpack, which affects the transaction. But again, only after the agreement, the meeting of the minds. Now, there are certain people um, who lack das, who lack the sufficient uh, mental capabilities to make their acts legally binding, to effect transactions. Um, the famous triumvirate are the Cheresh, Shota, Vakatan, the Cheresh, the deaf mute, the Shota, the person who's mentally unwell, mentally incompetent, and the Katan, the child who's not bar bat mitzvah. These people lack the requisite mental capacities, legal abilities to effect transactions, and therefore, um, someone who's a Cheresh, Shota, Vakatan really can't buy or sell things. Now, this could lead to all sorts of problems if they need to buy things for their you know, to buy food or a jacket and so on um, for their, their basic uh, needs and well-being. And therefore, the rabbis have said that in certain circumstances, to certain subcategories of the Cheroshot of Akatan, we will allow the... Um, we will allow these people to effect transactions, even though mid or rice they're not able to do so, because we want them to be able to take care of their basic needs and to effect buying and selling things. So, for that to be true, they need to have at least some, you know, partial dots, some a modicum of mental capabilities, just even if it's not the full amounts required to affect, you know, transactions on a Doraisa level. So, for a Cheresh, we presume the Cheresh has enough. The Cheresh is halfway there. Okay, he can't speak and he, he can't hear, um, but there's still, you know, lights on upstairs and they're halfway there. The Shota, in contrast, since he is by definition mentally incompetent, he's unwell mentally, so he just simply lacks the mental abilities and we can't really do much for him. The katan, the child, so it depends. Older children from six or so um, could be old enough to know what they're doing partially and be avail themselves to this takana. Um, whereas younger children, um, certainly below six years old, and even if they're six or seven or eight, but they're not yet, you know, they're not precocious, they're not really mentally developed and advanced, so they're too young. And those people, again, like the show, would require some other, you know, legal guardian. But at least for the the Cheresh, the deaf mute, who's the first of the two Tukhanas, and also um, what the Mishra refers to as Paotos, older children, and we have this Takana, which says that in order for them to um, demonstrate a meeting of the minds, um, we will allow them, um, for the sake of them able to take care of their basic needs, to effect transactions. I mean, if they can't, you know, Doraisa do such a thing, but they're abundant, they can. So the first is the Cherish. The Cherish, deaf mute. So he can't speak. And since he can't speak, uh, you can't be 100% sure exactly um, what he means in terms of, you know, has he reached the point of a meeting of the minds or not? 
But the Mishnah says the Cheresh Romas Venirmas, notwithstanding he can't the fact that he can't speak, if he can gesture with his hands or you know with the nodding of his head, that he's in agreement to certain terms. So we'll consider that to be sufficient that um, as long as there's subsequently a Maisakinin, you know, the the purchaser lifts up the object that's that's being um, you know sold. So then that will be sufficiently effective midurabanan to allow for the cherish to buy or sell something. Um so he can take care of his basic needs. So that's the Mishnah says here. The Cherish is Romez. He can gesture, you know, with his hands or nodding of his head and so on, that he agrees, you know, thumbs up. But Nirmaz, he can also um, be gestured to. So someone can, you know, indicate, with, you know, showing a number of fingers or waving, you know, a $5 bill, what their intentions are. And that can be as long as, you know, he nods reciprocally, that we can assume that he understands and agrees what's going on. And that would be enough. Um, to satisfy the requirements of the meaning of the minds, midrabanan. Oh, ben Basera Omer kofetz v'nikpatz. Um, ben Basera says the cherish, uh, according to the Bartanura, can even just um, with the indication of his lips, like a curling of the mouth and so on, um, indicate his approval or disapproval and so on, um, because the lips are like you know what you would do, be able to do with your mouth in terms of to indicate approval is more ambiguous. So Ben Becerra, according to that shot, is being more makel. He's saying not just even a definitive nodding of the head or a thumbs up, you know, an A-OK sign, but even just like, you know, a indication with, the, you know, your the way you give your, you know, stick out your, you know, smile or something. Um, you, that would be sufficient to indicate you're agreeable. Um, to effect, you know, meeting the minds when it comes to metaltalin for movable objects. Now, the, Bar- the Rambam learns that Ben Maser is actually being machmir, and he's saying that Romas and Nirmas is not enough, that it actually have to be kofetz, and the word kofetz, according to the Rambam, isn't referring to the shape of the lips, um, but rather like to jump on something, I mean, to actually do a physical act and take the object. That means that he has to physically take things to indicate his, his agreeing, or give things to indicate his agreeing. Um, but in any case, the Allah is not like Ben Maser, it's like the Tanakama, so Romas and Nirmas is what you need, gestures of the hand or, ma- or, or head. Um, and the word b'metaltlin with movable object, so the Pasha reading is, that's referring to Tanakama as well, that he's limiting the application of the Kherish's ability to transact um, with Romas and Nirmas in general um, to movable objects, which the Kherish would need, presumably to you know take care of his basic needs. There are others who learn, by the way, that metaltlin in this first din is referring just, is going on Ben Becerra's din, um, who the Lacha does not follow, but according to the Tanakama, the Cherish could be Romas and Nirmas, even for things like, you know, transacting land. Okay, that's the first din in the, in the Mishnah. The second one is talking about the Paotos, which means children. So again, we're talking about children who are not very young, but they're not yet bar mitzvahs, so they're older children. So it says, Mikachan, Mikach, Umimkaran, Mimkar, Bimataltlan. If they buy and sell things, of course they can speak and say what they're trying to do, so then their purchase or sale is binding legally, Again, this is for the sake of them being able to take care of their basic needs. If they'd be too young um, to reach the status of paotos, you know, if they're six years old or not even a seven or eight year old, is not not very you know advanced mentally, so then they couldn't buy or sell stuff. Wouldn't have any legal standing. Rather, you'd need to just get a guardian for them. Same would be for the shota. Uh, all that said, and the bartender speaks out based on the gemara that the katan, the paotos, I should say, um, if he gives a gift regardless of, of um, to whom and for how much, how large a gift, that gift is also a binding gift because that thought is they're giving gifts, you know, in reciprocity for some kind of, you know, 
good that was done to them, and that is presumed to be an, a necessary part of how they're going to make it in life um, as young children who have no one to take care of them. So therefore, we're allowing them to give gifts, um, etc., so they can get by. Again, we're talking about kids to, who are taking care of their needs because they have no other options, and we don't want them to go hungry or cold or whatever it is.